Here's one for Lulu Island. This is Z, and thank you for inviting me to your talent show, and thank you for the wonderful intro. And the story, me and the piano. Well, I started out on drums at, I don't know, six years old or something, so I've mostly been a drummer, and my life's ambition was to play drums for Frank Zappa, but then he passed away on me, so that didn't happen. I always loved playing around with the with the piano, and my parents gave me some piano lessons. I think maybe about three, and uh, they tortured me. They pulled on my fingers and yelled at me, and uh, not they, but the piano instructor. Um, so I was traumatized towards piano, and um, pretty much stayed away from piano most of my life. 
And uh, but I, I did learn how to play guitar, clarinet, bass, other instruments, sitar, tabla. You know, whatever instruments I can get my hands on, um, except for piano. <laughs> well, as fate would have it, playing all these instruments and probably doing martial arts as well created um, a situation with my hands where I can't really use them for very long before they fall asleep. I guess it's called carpal tunnel or something. Um, so it pretty much ruined my music career and I switched to painting as an outlet. And I still paint, but I received a piano as a gift from my wife, and um, it turns out that uh, I still enjoy noodling with the piano. Um, I don't play songs anymore. I really don't play songs so much. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> I've always just loved making noise with instruments. I'm not really into um, writing songs per se anymore. I've, I've maybe written about 10 albums and recorded about 10 albums worth of music. Um, but no, I, I just love improv. I just, you know, a cat walking on a piano is, is beautiful to me. <laughs> Or a, or a toddler banging away on a piano. I, I just always love those sounds. So that's why I try to emulate more or less is uh, just some randomness. Uh, it turns out that's kind of how I like to approach my art too. So I do some realism, but mostly uh, abstract expressionism stuff. So I guess you'd call my music, uh, especially my current music, abstract expressionist music could that be possible I don't know <laughs> well for a long time music was my life and um, well now my wife and kids are my life but I still love music and like my wife says I can still enjoy it I don't have to be a professional any pressure on music at this point of my life I can just simply enjoy it and she was right god she's smart now the fact that anyone else enjoys my music is just extra icing on the cake so um, thank you if you listened and you enjoyed wow that's somewhat unexpected <laughs> All right, Lulu, stay creative, stay awesome as everyone knows you are, and uh, yeah, aloha, Integrity Radio. My hopes in my life, in my art, in my work, is to nurture a peaceful transition between paradigms. That's why I do the things I do, and that's why I want to be heard. If you agree and you like the conversation, 
that we're having here, please share Integrity Radio with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, be sure to share this Anchor app with your friends and family. So they could join in on all the conversations, not just this one. Now they say no good deed goes unpunished, so I want to make it very clear. This is not a good deed. This is a selfish act. It's not an act of egotism. But it is, well, somewhat of a selfish act. Because I would like to live in a peaceful world. Where there's harmony and trust between humans. And other living creatures as well. So please, help me spread this message. Help me spread integrity. I can't do it alone. And heck, none of us can do it alone. We're in this together. Thank you so much for listening. Integrity Radio. As a musician, as a painter, as a visual artist, as an actor, as a writer, as a free thinker, the one thing that I hold most precious above all is the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression. Now the horse comes before the buggy, meaning the people are first and ideas are second, but they're intrinsically connected. Ideas in the form of words, pictures, painting, music, are so vital to our humanity. In fact, it's through the spreading and vetting of ideas that we will eventually attain our humanity and come out of our animal state. So I want you to keep this in mind before I present the next section. Progress does not come with simply agreeing with an idea or disagreeing with an idea, but it comes from listening and sharing these ideas. And most importantly, to think about these ideas, these concepts. And this is what helps us to build a better tomorrow. Without the introduction of new ideas, new, fresh, bright ideas and perspectives, we are doomed to repeat the same mistakes, the same flawed biases. And before I move on, I'd like to just say this. Regardless if you believe in a God or you don't, if there is a God, given the mess that we're in, I'm sure he or she would understand. The message of compassion is truly a human one. Hi, this is Z, and I'm going to do a cold reading of a letter I just received from CFI, which is the Center for Inquiry. 
Um, they also are a part of the Richard Dawkins Foundation for Reason and Science. The letter reads, Dear friends, by now you've probably heard the stunning news that my friend and colleague on the board of CFI, Professor Richard Dawkins, has been summarily deplatformed by KPFA, a radio station in Berkeley, California. KPFA not only canceled the standing engagement to have Richard speak on his new book, Science in the Soul, Selected Writings of a Passionate Rationalist, but did so without contacting him first or giving him the opportunity to respond to their unfounded allegations. Instead, KPFA, which, by the way, hosted Richard Dawkins in 2015, contacted the ticket holders unjustly contending that this respected evolutionary biologist had engaged in abusive speech against Islam. It is not abusive to criticize a religion's tenets and ideas. Professor Dawkins is a responsible and insightful critic of all religions, including Islam, Christianity, and other faiths. Richard, in his inimitable way, responded thoughtfully in an email to KPFA. This is what Richard Dawkins wrote. Dear KPFA, I used to love your station when I lived in Berkeley for two years, shortly after that beloved place had become the iconic home of, of free speech. I listened to KPFA almost every day during those years, and I regularly contributed to your fundraising drives, grateful for your objective reporting and humane commentary, while I participated in the People's Park and Vietnam War demonstrations. It was therefore a matter of personal sorrow to me to receive this morning your truly astounding justification for deplatforming me. My memory of KPFA is that you were usually scrupulous about fact-checking. I especially admired your habit of always quoting sources. You conspicuously did not quote a source when accusing me of abusive speech. Why didn't you check your canceling my event? No, hold on. Why didn't you check your facts or at least have the common courtesy to alert me before summarily canceling my event? If you had consulted me or if you had done even rudimentary fact checking, you, you would have concluded that I have never used abusive speech against Islam. I have called Islamism vile. But surely you, of all people, understand that Islamism is not the same as Islam. I have criticized the ridiculous pseudoscientific claim made by Islamic apologists, the sun sets in a marsh, etc., and the opposition of Islamic scholars to evolution and other scientific truths. I have criticized the appalling misogyny and homophobia of Islam, I have criticized the murdering of apostates for no crime other than their disbelief. Far from attacking Muslims, I understand, as perhaps you do not, that Muslims themselves are the prime victims of the oppressive cruelties of Islamism, especially Muslim, Muslim women. I am known as a frequent critic of Christianity and have never been deplatformed for that. 
Why do you give Islam a free pass? Why, it is, why, is it a, why is it fine to criticize Christianity but not Islam? You say I use abusive speech about Islam. I would seriously, I mean it, like to hear what examples of my speech, abusive speech you had in mind. When you fail to discover any, I presume you will issue a public apology, which I will, of course, accept in a spirit of gratitude for what KPFA once was and could become again. Yours sincerely, Richard Dawkins. So there you have it, folks. Um, I'll read the rest of this in the next segment. Integrity Radio. This is part two of a cold reading from a open letter from CSI, written by Eddie Tabash, the board chair for the Center of Inquiry. He continues to write, as you can see, Richard is a kind man, even in the face of unfounded criticism. However, kindness cannot deter us from fighting as hard as we can against this severely troubling action by KPFA. Who will be unfairly painted with bigotry next? It is through questioning an unfettered debate that humanity has made the advancements we value. KPFA's stance is like the justification nations use to defend their blasphemy laws. Yet, as we know, blasphemy laws around the world serve two basic purposes, to insulate bad ideas and backward ideologies, as well as persecute non-believers or a minority faith. Here at CFI, we have spent more than 40 years fighting blasphemy laws while promoting the core values of reason and science. When we criticize religion, we don't criticize nonviolent religious people. We also don't criticize religious people who don't try to forcibly impose their views on others. The victims of religious dogma are often people of the same faith, and we unfailingly champion their equal rights. Now it is time for all of us to stand up for Richard Dawkins. Please join me in supporting CFI and its important work, which, as you probably know, now includes the Richard Dawkins Foundation for Reason and Science. Please donate today to send a message to all who want to stifle the free exchange of ideas. I will lead the way with a considerable matching donation, so your gift will go twice as far. I will match your gift up to a total of $100,000. Together, we will stand up to the bullies who want to silence one of the world's greatest science educators and one of its most sensible defenders of a reality-based world. Thank you sincerely, Eddie Tabash, Board Chair, Center for Inquiry. So... Thank you so much for putting up with my cold reading of that. Um, actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Ronnie and I are both members of CFI, Center for Inquiry, and the uh, Richard Dawkins Foundation for Reason and Science. 
And I highly suggest, uh, if this is something that you support, to donate whatever you can. And also to uh, put in your calendar to check out the um, SciCon, I believe it's called. That's going to be happening at the end of October in Las Vegas. It's the largest meeting of uh, secular humanists, uh, skeptics in the world. And we would love to have you. And if you do make it out to Vegas, make sure to find me and uh, say hello. Hello, introduce yourself. I'd love to meet you. All right, did I mention Richard Dawkins will be speaking at this conference in Las Vegas? Uh, and so will the amazing Randy. And so will a whole bunch of other um, skeptics of the sort. All right, thanks for listening. Integrity Radio. And now, back to our regular scheduled show. Hey, Z, everybody. like me, you probably don't have a lot of money to be donating to various causes. But that shouldn't stop you. I mean, if you, if you're passionate about something, and you should be passionate about something, You don't have to donate money. Simply donating your voice, spreading the word, and just getting involved whenever you can. often be very effective and gratifying. But definitely don't feel powerless. great things about being a human. Is that it feels so good to help other humans and to be helped by other humans.
This next song goes out to the love of my life.
I believe I have hit on something significant, and that is something regarding celebrity. I think that celebrity often winds up outshadowing the art, the message. Again, I think the celebrity often winds up outshadowing the message or the art. There at your epiphany for the afternoon. Z here, Integrity Radio. Hi everybody, Z here. There is a movement that's been emerging over the past 10 years, and that is the skeptical movement. And it's a little different from the atheist movement or the humanist movement. Mostly in that anyone can be a skeptic. It doesn't matter if you're religious or not religious, scientifically minded, not scientifically minded, anyone can be a skeptic. And perhaps this is what's taken so long for skepticism to actually be a movement. So to that extent, skepticism has allied itself with atheism and humanism. Now, when it comes to skepticism, I feel I have a lot to offer the community. For one, my foster dad, the amazing Randy, championed the skeptical, the modern skeptical movement. Yes, he adopted me and took me under his wing and I was his protege. I lived with Randy and also toured around the world, uh, opening up with my magic act for Randy. I have accompanied Randy on many, many lectures. I'm also someone that was a victim and was able to escape the indoctrination of Catholicism. But it's really the experiences that I sought after my tutelage with Randy. I'm a mountaineer and rock climber. I graduated from the National Outdoor Leadership School. I've hiked over 2,000 miles of the Pacific Crest Trail and hundreds of miles of the Appalachian Trail and the Continental Divide Trail. I'm a graduate of the Grove School of Music and I learned to play bass with the infamous, or with the famous, Joel DiBartolo who taught Jaco Pistorius and Flea. I've toured as a musician and have played with many bands. Um, I've played music with many rock stars, Axl Rose, Billy Idol, Jason Bonham, Tower of Power. I learned Wing Chun and became a Sifu of Wing Chun through Grandmaster Chris Chan, who learned directly from Yip Man. Yip Man is the guy that Bruce Lee learned from. Well, Bruce Lee learned indirectly from Yip Man. And over the past 20 some odd years have taught martial arts to military personnel, police, security and law enforcement. I've been an actor and a background actor since the 80s in Hollywood. I've hobnobbed with many, many celebrities. 
I've also experienced many years of homelessness and houselessness. Since the early 1960s, I grew up in Mississippi and had to suffer through massive discrimination. As a child, I've suffered physical abuse from gang members, mafia, the police, and the DEA. I've spent a good portion of my life being the target of police brutality, which again is somewhat ironic because later in life I taught many police, Wing Chun. And currently, my greatest achievement of all time is raising three amazing teenage boys with my wife, Ronnie. And they are the reason why I am more compelled than ever to be heard and to be included in the conversations that we as a skeptic community are having. Let's not allow our celebrity to outshadow the message of skepticism. Thanks for listening. Integrity Radio. So why should you trust me? Well, I'll tell you why. So I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to convert you. Not trying to turn you into an atheist or a scientist. Not trying to sell you any books. At least not yet. I'm not trying to get you to buy a ticket. I am simply sharing what I have found. I have a historic record of not being financially motivated but instead artistically altruistic. I open myself up to you because I'm no different than you. And that minute, perhaps 1% that is different, well, only I can see that when it's reflected from the whole. In other words, my efforts to communicate bring about that rarity, that unique perspective. So you see, I can't sell you, you. I can only try to still the water and help us all to reflect. Or in troubled times, to see through the distortions and the ripples and trust in the voyage that is our lives. I can't sell that to you. I can only try to communicate and resonate with you as an intellectual and emotional creature. Huh, little girl. Oh, are you all tired? You're running around. Yeah. Yeah, you're running around like crazy. Integrity Radio. Oh, damn. Bill Testicles. Yeah. <laughs> My last segment that I just recorded was, uh, you know, sort of like, why should you trust me?
right? Why should you trust me over anybody else? And I never got to the punchline, which is, I'm not asking you to trust me. Yeah. Hopefully you'll listen to me, you'll hear me out. Yeah. And then you'll call in, tell me what you think. It's the anchor way. What did you say? I'm afraid of black widows gonna crawl on me. Yeah, that's a reasonable fear. Well, the Itman movies have come out. And there's a whole series of them now. If you haven't seen them, you should check them out. Even if you don't like Kung Fu movies. Which I'm actually not a fan of myself. But the It Mon series are quite impressive. In fact, I'm not even really a big Hollywood movie fan. But the It Mon series is very impressive. But now there's a new series out, which is starting to hit closer to home, even more so than It Mon. Birth of the Dragon movie. And yeah, that will be coming out. Birth of the Dragon. The story of how Bruce Lee rose to martial art fame. And perhaps even a little bit of the Wing Chun Curse. Something very interesting I noticed from just watching the trailers is how similar the Quan work looked to Chris Chan's Quan. Chris Chan of course, is the one that brought Bruce Lee, or, you know, told Bruce Lee, hey, you should be teaching Kung Fu. He came to Oakland and started teaching Kung Fu. But don't trust my uh, uh, part of the story. You, know, you just go to uswingchun.com and you can hear the story. Straight from the uh, Sifu's mouth, so to speak. So I, of course, haven't seen Birth of the Dragon yet, but I will. playing in a theater near me. If they turn out as good as the It Mon series, then I'm sure it will be a great movie. I don't know exactly how precisely factual it will be. 
I think with the It Mon movies, they did a great job of relaying enough reality to get the story across with enough fiction to entertain everyone. Check out Birth of the Dragon. You boys done playing? This is Kung Fu. You're not training for the Olympics. You're training for the street. Action! Jack Man, he's leaving the Shaolin Temple to check out Kung Fu in America. People in Chinatown don't like that I teach whites. Shaolin sent Wong Jack Man to spy on me. He may be the only person in this world who can tear down everything I've been working so hard to build up. Sooner or later, gonna have to fight him. What does Sifu Li teach you? He teaches us to kick ass. Kick ass? Your technique is impressive. <laughs> But it has one limitation. Right. You. I'm the future. You're the past. You're irrelevant, Wong. Fight me. I will accept your challenge. Raised up from the ashes, never doubt us now. A new face for this next generation. No rules. No whole spot. No limits. You guys kill each other. You begin to exceed your limits. What limits? Never show you my one-inch punch, Tony? Hi, Kristen Z here. I love your show. And I agree with you. I call it conversational bullshit words you know words like that's funny uh-huh wow really and that's great and then those words are applied in a self-bullshit fashion such as fantastic and amazing and awesome so conversational hyperbole is it or is it hyperbole hyperbole damn it he was a star when he when i got him he was a star sly told you that everybody is a star the only problem is some people haven't been put in the dipper and pulled back on the world that's what the answer is that's what the answer you got to be placed into the dipper and pulled back down on the world, and then men will see your good works and glorify God Jehovah. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix could play that rock and roll. I used to be singing rock and roll, get him, woo, 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 be gone. He have that thing just romping and tumping all up under my toes. At time, he used to make my big toe shoot up in my boot. 
He did it so good. He gave it all to you. And that's what you want. You want it all or none. But Jimmy had this perseverance to go on. He didn't mind looking freaky. Like I don't mind it. Because I was doing it before he was. And I knew when he saw me, he gave him confidence and great recompense of reward. My Lord. Trying to spread a little joy and love together. To show the world that the end is not yet. That I got to take you higher. Not off of some cocaine, a uh, 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 piece of grass, or uh, some uh, uh, heroin. But Jimmy was going to take him higher than that. And he's always wanted to be this big star. But, you know, I never got a chance to see him after he made it. They would never let me come back. I said, why? What did I do? I had something to tell him. And I never did. So now I have to talk about it and let him know it was good. I just want to let him know that I knew you was going to make it. <laughs> It's true, there's never been another Jimi Hendrix. And Little Richard, well, no one's ever been gayer than Little Richard. Save the date, Psycon is returning to Las Vegas for 2017. Today, you turned on your computer or your phone and Facebook told you that vaccines are an evil government plot. Twitter told you the sun is revolving around a flat earth. And the House Science Committee told you that climate change is nothing to worry about. Meanwhile, up is down. True is false. Oceania has always been at war with East Asia. And dogs and cats may in fact be living together. Enough already. It's time once again for the forces of reason and science to come together. Time for critical thinkers to connect, learn from each other and sharpen their skills. Time for the leading lights of skepticism to share their wisdom and rally the troops. It's time for PsyCon 2017 back in Las Vegas. October the 26th to the 29th, join luminaries such as James the Amazing Randy, Richard Dawkins, Eugenie Scott, The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, Susan Gerbeck, Harriet Hall, Richard Wiseman, Carrie Poppy, Joe Nickel, and many, many more. The Master of Ceremonies is none other than George Harab. For the biggest Skeptics event of the year, returning triumphantly to the Excalibur Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, the City of Illusions, PsyCon 2017 will be packed with fascinating talks and presentations, dazzling entertainment and fun social events with fellow Skeptics. This October, get away from fake news and conspiracy theories filling up your news feeds at PsyCon 2017 your alternative to alternative facts. For more information, visit www.csiconference.org. Which reminds me when I toured with Alice Cooper. 73 with Billion Dollar Babies, we said this whole album is about extravagance. And the music was inherently theatrical. So take it to the next level. Let's use illusion. 
So you go to the best guy, and Amazing Randy was the best guy. I, I wore a big hood as the executioner, and I wore a big furry coat. Oh, he was one of those guys that understood that, yeah, illusion is great in this. If you're going to get your head cut off, make sure that when that head comes off, the head looks like it lops off and blood squirts out of the, the, the guillotine. We had a lot of good adventures, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Those were some of my favorite classical pieces of music. Quite honestly, I was never really a huge Alice Cooper fan. In fact, I think somebody, I think I got into a fight with one of my friends in junior high school over Alice Cooper. Mm. Yeah, I like some of his hits, but that was about it. But Kettleby, on the other hand, Shostakovich and Bela Bartok. Now I've I've loved those composers since I was a kid, but I also listened to other music in parallel to that: Black Sabbath, Black Flag. Well, I was a little older by the time I listened to Black Flag, but Zappa, Zeppelin. Music is so wonderfully diverse. Well, your listening to music can be diverse as you want it to be. But boy, isn't the expression of music wonderful? I'll be honest, I prefer it over the expression of art. I really struggle with the things that I'm seeing. But I don't struggle so much with the things that I hear. I guess that all makes common sense. Guess what time it is? That's right, it's listening time. I'm going to go train a little bit and listen to my fellow anchorites. See you on the other side. Lunar Girl. You wanna go swimming? You go in the pool? Yeah, you want you ready? Alright, come on, let's go. There you go. Bring my drink. I'll meet you out there. Aha, last one in. Come on, get in there. Where you at? Go. You gotta go outside in the pool. <laughs> you didn't get the Polaris out yet. Can you get the Polaris out? Yeah. Are you able to? Yeah. You're that big and strong, you can get the Polaris out? Yeah. Uh-uh. Luna, he's going to get the Polaris out. Yeah, he's going to no, get it. Not. He's going to get the Polaris out, Luna. Oh, it looks like you're going to have to get the net out, get some of the creatures out of the pool here. We've accumulated some uh, wildlife in, in the pool. What? Luna? Luna, come here. No. No. You go. You go. You go. Luna always tries to attack the thing. She's going she's gonna to ruin it. No. I said no. You, no. <laughs> no. 
All right, quickly back. <laughs> Once it's out of the pool, she leaves it alone, but as we're getting out of the pool, she feels like she has to kill it. So it harms no one anymore. <laughs> so Billy T, that's your new name now, Billy T, instead of Bill Testicles. That's too formal. Billy T? Yeah, Billy T. I like Bill Testicles. You like that? All right, we'll keep it Bill Testicles. Yeah, you heard it. Right this one's Billy T. It's okay. Right from Mr. Testicles himself. Oh, Bill T. That's why I think it was Bill T. All right. Uh, oh, okay. Whew. All right. Finally changed his nickname to Bill T. Mouth words. This is E. Congratulations. Now, is this your first child, or are, is this a repeat? We wish you well and look forward to hearing your stories, especially the new ones <laughs> that you're about to create. All right, be well. I'll see you on the other side. Aaron, this is Z with some dating tips. And here it goes. Instead of thinking of someone as a date, thinking of them as someone that you'll be romantic with think of someone um, as a friend and you're trying to get to know them and something and someone that you'd like to share some things with and you would like uh, them to share with you and if you kind of approach it from that angle you'll never go wrong now, chances are, if you uh, meet enough people and have that approach, the right person will reach out to you. Hope that helps. Aloha. meditation waiting for someone that you love.
to return. somebody's son. goes to whoever is doing the job, right? Thank mm-hmm. you.